Good afternoon, everyone. It's time for some MIAC Conference men's basketball. The Carlton Knights riding a two-game winning streak. Tangle with the Saints Scholastica Saints, who have come all the way down from Duluth, Minnesota, to Northfield, Minnesota. It's a few... It's a few hours' drive from way up north down here. We've got some light snow flurries. It's kind of a Christmassy feel out there today. We're only supposed to get about an inch of rain, I mean snow, if that. So it's not like we're having a big snowstorm or anything, but it kind of puts you in the Christmas spirit with just a few snow flurries currently in Northfield, Minnesota. Not that it matters because we're not outside with football or anything, but our game time temperature with the spitting snowflakes here in Minnesota is 28 degrees. It feels like 15 degrees. We're looking for a low tonight of 19. And let's see here. A high tomorrow. For those of you who are listening at other places around the world, a high tomorrow of 33. Then we get to 41 Monday, which is warm for this time of year we're mostly 40s next week which is typically not that warm so nobody is complaining except those that really want snow like snowmobilers and (laughs) that sort of thing so the co-captains and the officials are meeting at the night logo at midcourt the saints have a somewhat similar color scheme as the carlton knights the saints are gold and navy and the knights are navy and maize right in terms of their color schemes the knights will be in their whites and in their darks will be the team from duluth minnesota the saint scholastica saints carlton is four and three overall in the season now two and two in the conference riding a two-game winning streak they're one and one here at home they are two and one on the road the College of St. Scholastica comes into this game with a record of 1-6 and six overall. They are 0-4 in the conference. They are 1-4 and four at home, and they are 0-2 away from Duluth. Away from Duluth. The St. Scholastica team averaging 47% shooting for the field is giving up 50% from three-point range. Their opponents are shooting 38 while they are shooting 32, and their opponents have nine more threes than they do. Their opponents have scored 21 more points from the free throw line than they have. As the Saints are shooting 67% from the charity stripe, their opponent at 75%. In rebounds, they have been out-rebounded by about two a game. Turnovers, 92 for Saints Scholastica, 78 for their opponents. Carlton comes into this game shooting 41%. I know Coach Kershaw would like to see that go up. Their opponents are shooting about 40%. From three-point range, 31%. Their opponents, 29%. They do have five more threes than their opponents. They have scored six fewer points than their opponents on the free-throw line. I know he'd like that to change. Carlton shooting very well as a team, 74%. Their opponents, 68%. In the rebounding tail, it's about dead even. 38.1 rebounds per game for Carlton. 38.6 for their opponents. Doesn't get much closer than that. In terms of points, and that's really the only thing that matters when you get right down to it, 71 and a half points a game Carlton has scored. 74 points a game for St. Scholastica. Defensively, St. Scholastica has given up 83 points a game 
and Carlton has given up 67 points per contest. Of course, Carlton coming off a very convincing win over Augsburg on Wednesday in Minneapolis. The final score was 93 to 64. That was very, very impressive. I was just going to give you some other scores. Let's see, around the MIC today, these are all starting at 3 o'clock, like we are. St. Mary's is at Bethel. St. Olaf is at Augsburg. Hamlin is at Concordia. McAllister is at St. John's. We'll try to keep tabs on all of that for you. Coming into this game, St. John's and Gustavus are both 5-0 in MIC conference play. The Johnnies are 6-2 overall, and the Gusties are 6-3. Concordia, who received votes in the latest D3Hoops.com poll, are 3-1 in the league and 7-1 overall on the season. Carlton is 2-2 in the conference, 4-3 overall. And it's Hamlin at 2-3-3. Bethel's 2-2-2-4. McAllister's 2-3-5-4. St. Olaf is 2-3-3-5 overall. Augsburg is one and four, three and five. St. Mary's is one and four, two and seven. And this St. Scholastica team is 0 and four in the Mayak, one and six overall on the season. As six Carlton players finished in double digits for the Knights as they ran away literally from Augsburg, 93 64. Matt Banovets nearly had his sixth double-double of his career. Alex Gibbons had a season-high 15 points and was lights out for a stretch. He was the man in the first half for a stretch there. Sam Coley, the freshman, tied his career high with 13. Luke Harris had 11 and dished out a ton of assists and had a lot of rebounds. He had quite the stat stat, stat uh, sheet stuffer there. John Carragher had a career-high 10 points, the senior, and the last couple of games, he's looked pretty good. Miles Fritch tied his career high with 10 points. Knights had a 10-point, 43-33 lead at the half, and they ran away in the second half. A 26 run, they never really uh, looked back. Luke Harris is, let's see here, 111 points from the 1,000-point club. And, of course, this is his junior season, Luke Harris. So we'll try to keep tabs on that for the junior from Piedmont, California. As both teams have gone to their respective locker rooms, are getting last-minute instructions for this one. You can watch it at the website, Carleton College, athletics.carleton.edu. You can watch it there, athletics.carleton.edu. And, of course, we welcome you aboard if you're listening on KDHL Radio 920 on your AM dial, 97.9 FM and worldwide on the free KDHL app. But, again, you can watch the video of it right here from the gym at Carleton College, and the logo will be pointed toward you. I see the top of the head of the night. You get to see it from the the proper angle. Every part counts at Amesbury Truth. And the most important one is the part you'll play when you join their team. As the leading provider of window and door products in North America, Amesbury Truth has a part for you. Right now, they're hiring. And those positions come with competitive wages, benefits, and plenty of opportunities too. So you never stop growing. 
Isn't it time you open the door to a career at Amesbury Truth? Get details and apply online at atcareers.com or amesburytruth.com slash careers. Carleton College is committed to providing a true liberal arts education, a curriculum that challenges students to learn broadly and think deeply. Instead of training for one narrow career path, Carleton students develop the knowledge and skills to succeed in any walk of life. Carleton students learn critical thinking, problem solving, use creativity and effective communication tools to transform a collection of facts and figures into a way of understanding the world. Federated Mutual Insurance Company is hiring in Owatonna and Mankato. Federated Insurance offers full training, competitive pay and benefits, plenty of room for growth, and an unmatched company culture. We are seeking talented professionals who are comfortable working with multiple computer systems and who have a strong attention to detail. No insurance experience is required. Join a company that values hard work and continues to thrive and grow. Learn more and apply now at federatedinsurance.com. Carleton College's faculty members are highly respected scholars, researchers, and practitioners in their field. But above all, their first priority is teaching. Every course at Carleton is taught by a professor, not a teaching assistant, and classes small enough to offer individual attention for students. A student-to-faculty ratio of 9 to 1 ensures Carleton students have plenty of opportunity for interaction with their professors. All right. We're about set to get this underway. The Carlton Knights are back on the floor warming up, as I mentioned before. Carlton emblazoned and crossed their chest in blue, primarily blue along their uniforms, a C on the side of their shorts. And the Saints of St. Scholastica, well, they get a little powder blue on the navy blue with the gold coloring, as the Saints are also back on the floor. And we're just about set to get this MIAC conference game underway from Northfield, Minnesota. St. Scholastica has a number of scratches, I see. They have four players that are not going to play today, and we've got a couple of, of, of them from Carlton, too. What a bummer. A couple of freshmen are out. And I think they've had some injury issues before. So we're looking forward to this one. Saints Scholastica, you don't want to overlook them. They certainly are playing much, much better than they have. And the Carlton Knights, remember, lost their conference opener to St. John's here. They have given comp they have given St. John's their toughest game of the season thus far. So I think that tells you pretty much the kind of team that Carlton could put on the floor. Obviously. <laughs> they miss Jeremy Beckler big time, but they still have got some talent. I just love uh, the game a lot of these guys have brought to the court in recent contests. Matt Banavets just is a cool customer. Doesn't seem to get riled at all. Very cool, calm, and collected. In fact, you could say that about most of the Carlton Knights, although you know, some show their competitive spirit more than others they are all very competitive ryan kershaw telling us that in our last post game following the augsburg victory on wednesday so we hope you enjoy the broadcast tonight as saint scholastica came a long way here to meet the 
nights and then they'll go back home and Carlton will be making that trip later I think uh, if I remember right early February I could be wrong on that might be even early January I do know we go to Moorhead on the 6th of January so shortly after the new year we head up to Moorhead and take on a very good Concordia Cobber team who right now has just one loss that was to St. John's Well, that was two St. John's. Coming up Tuesday, St. Olaf travels to UW River Falls. On Wednesday, Northwestern is here at Carleton. I think we've got that on the radio, too, if I remember right. UW Lacrosse is at St. Mary's on Wednesday. Friday, Carleton travels to Bethany Lutheran. I know that's on the radio. Saturday, UW-Eau Claire is at Bethel. Hamlin hosts UW-River Falls uh, next week. And uh, that 15th game against Bethany Lutheran will be our last broadcast of Carlton action until after the new year. So this is the final MIC conference game before the end of 2023 as Carlton is lined up in front of their bench to my right and St. Scholastic is lined up along the free throw line in the court to my left
your starting lineup so I hope you had a chance to uh, catch them for Carlton it's Spencer Getz, Alex Gibbons, Luke Harris, Sam Colling and Matt Benovitz and for St. Scholastica Jeff Moore, Noah Winesett, Kevin Thomas, Andre Crockett Jr. and Matho Ojulu. Matthew or no it is Matho, Matho Ojulu. Shouldn't eat popcorn before the game, but I can't resist. The popcorn here is really good. <laughs> As getting ready to jump is uh, Colling, the freshman. And the toss is going to be taken by St. Scholastica, moving left to right on the radio, right to left on the video. I'll try to keep it right to left. At the free throw line with the basketball is Ujulu. He gets it behind him. Bounce pass underneath. Beautiful flash to the basket. And a hoop by Winesett. That was gorgeous. 2-0. Gorgeous baseline cut that time as Harris brings it across midcourt near the NCAA logo. Gets it over to Banovets. It's dark grain between the lane and the three-point line. And, of course, light wood on the remainder of the floor. Of course, the night logo is at center court. They got the blue mats on each end with Carlton in gold. As Getz has it in the lane, turnaround jumper short, rebounds taken down by St. Scholastica as Thomas comes out of there with it, gives it up to Crockett Jr. The handoff goes to Winesett, scored that last hoop. Now they get it to their post player who loses the ball as he was trying to dribble, and now he gets it back, and here's a three, and it's no good. Rebound taken down by Luke Harris. Boy, he rebounds well does everything well as he dribbles to his left between the legs dribble they hedge out on him bounce pass goes to Getz Getz or excuse me Gibbons Gibbons fakes left goes right and kisses it off window that was a little power ball there by Alex Gibbons we're tied at 2 18 29 to go in the first half the Saint Scholastica with the basketball looks like they like to run things through Ojulu Ojulu flashes down to the lane 15 seconds on the shot clock as Moore dribbles to his left. Little stutter step goes in. Little wraparound pass comes out. Here's a triple and it's bottom of the net. Winesett hits the triple. The 6-1 senior from Duluth, Minnesota. And it's 5-2 St. Scholastica. As Harris gets the ball back after giving it up. Scoops it off glass. Oh my. A horse shot. <laughs> a horse shot by Luke Harris. It's 5-4. 
Bringing it up the near sideline was Crockett Jr. And they go to Ojulu, back to Crockett Jr. The hot hand here as he goes down the lane, throws it up, and they're going to say it's a turnover. There's a little contact there, but no call, and he kind of throws his arms up in the air and says, are you serious? Noah Winesett, the heat. So Carlton will bring it back up. Jogging it up is Luke Harris. Pass goes to Gibbons. Gibbons, fake slap goes right. They hedge out on him. Pass goes. And then when that happens, people immediately need to flash to the basket. A couple of dribbles by Banavets. Gets it back to Gibbons. Ten seconds on the shot clock. Gibbons gets it back to Banavets. Banavets looking to get toward the hoop. Throws up the shot. Missed it. Rebound taken down by Getz. He'll put it back up and in. And a foul is going to be called, I think, on St. Scholastica. It's going to be on Winesett, will be his first. So Carlton will inbound it, puts 20 seconds on the shot clock. They get it back into Harris, a lot of contact. He goes, oh my, they called an offensive foul on Luke Harris. Man, oh man. The initial contact was made by the defender. It's 5-4 Saints, 17-02 to go first half. As Winesett gets the ball, passes it to Moore. Moore way out front, bounces it to Ojulu. Ojulu guarded by Banavets, gets it on the right side. As <laughs> Harris got tripped there. Bounce pass goes into Ojulu. In the lane, turnaround jumper's good. 7-4. Well, I'm telling you, these Saints showing good patience and running some good offense here as Gibbons. Almost, yeah, he does turn it over. Ojulu goes in, and Gibbons slaps it away from behind. Ojulu is going to go in. He was thinking about slamming the ball, right? When he was dribbling the ball a little bit too far away from his body, and that's why it got, it got turned over. But there was a turnover by Carlton there. So each team with a turnover now, 16-26. It's 7-4. St. Scholastica leads, and they have not... Had a win in the conference. Pass comes out front. Crockett Jr. Ojulu hands it off to Crockett Jr. He rolls to his left, steps back, shoots the shot, misses it. Rebound taken down by Harris again. Harris brings it across midcourt with a right-handed dribble, switches to his left. They hedge out on him again. Here's a triple, and it's no good by Gibbons. Rebound taken down by St. Scholastica. And here's a steal by Getz. Goes in. Layup is good. Great hustle play by Spencer Getz. 7-6 the score. Give that man a gold medal on that hustle play. Ojulu goes down the lane. Shoots the shot. Misses it. Rebound taken down by Getz. Getz is head up as he brings it across midcourt with a left-handed waist-high dribble. Looks. The ball's deflected. Taken down by Coling. There's contact. No call. They get it to Harris in the corner. Harris gets in the lane. Scoops it up. No good. And he's going to be fouled. Will Luke Harris. Foul's going to be called on Jeff Moore. As St. Scholastica will bring in Tanner Thompson. He's a freshman, six foot tall from Woodbury. Went to Stillwater High School. And the free throw is good by Luke Harris. Harris comes into this game averaging 22 points a game. He's 75% from the free throw line. And that was his 65th 
66th free throw already of the season, and this is only the eighth game. He missed the second one. Rebound taken down by Crockett Jr. Here's a triple right side. It's no good. Rebound taken down by, well, nobody. It's going to go out of bounds, and they say belong to St. Scholastica. We're tied at seven. Inbounding the ball for the Saints is going to be wine set. Two-hand chest pass way out front. Crockett Jr. bounces it on the block. Here's a triple, top of the key, no good. Rebound taken out by Harris again. Boy, that young man has been a rebounding machine. That's Luke's third rebound already. Pass goes to Banovitz. Banovitz dribbles to his left. Now out front they go to Getz. Getz swings it left side to Sweat. Chuck Sweat in the game now. Gets it out front to Getz. Well, they sure let a lot of hands happen these days. Here's another steal by St. Scholastica. Pass goes cross court. Here's a long triple, very short. Rebound taken out by Getz. He outlets it to Gibbons, who went running down. Looked like a wide receiver with an over-the-shoulder catch. And they're going to call another offensive foul on Carlton. Miles Fritch is going to check in for Gibbons. With 14.33 to go. We're tied at seven. Ojulu is going to sit down and checking in for St. Scholastica is Aaron Kiekel. He's a freshman, 6'6", from Princeton, Minnesota. Again, Crockett Jr. bringing the ball up, gets a high screen, dribbles to his right, bounces into the lane. Nice pass across the lane, layup, no good. Rebound, back tap, back tap again. Harris ends up with it, goes flying up the floor. He'll pass it right side for three sweat. Missed it. Rebound taken down by St. Scholastica. And he carried the ball. Pass goes inside. Layup is good. By Winesett. 9-7 St. Scholastica. I thought he carried the ball. And some of the fans thought he carried the ball. Getz hands it off, but we're not officials. We're not wearing striped shirts. They'd think we were pretty silly if we were doing that, I suppose. Sweat gets it on the left side to Getz. Getz looks to dribble penetrate. Kicks it in the corner. Frisch Fritch coming off a 10-point game, gets it into Getz, misses a little eight-footer, rebounds back tapped, but right into the hands of St. Scholastica. They're up by two with 13.30 to go in the first half. Winesett's triple is no good. Rebound taken down by nobody. It'll belong to Carlton. As the freshman checks back in, Sam Coling. Banovitz is going to get a breather. So on the floor for Carlton right now is Spencer Getz. Sam Coling, Chuck Sweat, Miles Fritch, and Luke Harris. Harris fakes left, goes right, goes underneath the basket, loses it. Here comes St. Scholastica down the lane. The ball's deflected out of bounds. As checking in for Carlton is going to be Gabriel Cummings, sophomore 6'2 from Long Beach, California. Harris will get a breather. 13.04 to go in the half. It's a two-point Saints lead as their offense was so good on Wednesday against Augsburg, and now there hasn't been much offense. Here's a triple. It's good by Winesett. 12-7 Saints Scholastica as Cummings brings the ball up. He'll drop it off for Sweat. 
Out front, Coling swings it left side. Now they get it back top of the key. Fritz dribbles to his right. Of course, Carlton had a double overtime game Monday at St. Olaf. Sometimes you don't feel that till a few days later. There's four seconds on the shot clock. Now two, and they're not going to get a shot off. As St. Scholastic is going to come back the other way with the basketball. Winesett gets it on the left side with the basketball, and a five-point lead is St. Scholastica. In the lane, shots up. It's partially blocked, put back up, no good, and a foul's going to be called, I think, on Coling. Nope, they called it on Miles Fritch. So at the free throw line for St. Scholastica's Kevin Thomas. He's a 6'4 senior from Hermantown, Minnesota, up on the Iron Range. And the free throw is no good. He'll have another. I told you before, free throws, 67% as a team is St. Scholastica, Carlton, 74%. We got a timeout with the score. St. Scholastica, 12, Carlton, 7. With 12.06 to go in the first half. Carleton ranks number one among baccalaureate colleges in the number of alumni who have gone on to earn academic doctorates since 2007. Approximately 57% of all alums go on to graduate school within five years of graduation, and 21% of alumni go directly to graduate school in the fall after their graduation. It's another reason why Carleton develops life long learners. Well, our shooting percentages are 38% for St. Scholastica, 37% for Carleton. Probably will not surprise you that points off turnovers. Six turnovers for Carleton already and two for St. Scholastica. Points off turnovers 5-2 in favor of the Saints. Points in the paint are even at six. Offensive rebounds are even at one. Total rebounds, eight for Carlton and six for St. Scholastica. Assists, four for the Saints and zero, it says here, for Carlton. So Cummings on the floor along with Fritch, Getz, Coling, and Sweat for Carlton. Thomas is at the free throw line for his other free throw. In the backcourt are Moe Washington. Coy Nelson, and the free throw is no good. Rebound taken down by Getz. He'll pass it over to Cummings, who will bring it across midcourt with a left-handed waist-high dribble. Gets it over to Coling. One dribble, corner Fritch, sets a screen to Coling, flashes the basket, Sweat for three, and it's bottom of the net. Chuck Sweat hits a big triple. Boy, do the Knights need that. It's 12-10. That was a set play out of the timeout, right? And lob pass and a little high-low action. And an easy layup for Thomas. Makes it 14-10, St. Scholastica. Cummings dribbles to his left. Gets it on the right side to Fritch. Fritch now out Coling. Coling will get it to Sweat. Another triple. This one's no good. Rebound. Battling for it. Oh, my. That was a smart play by Getz. I don't know how he ended up with that ball, but he ended up stealing the ball from the guy who rebounded it. And we got a foul on St. Scholastica. 
Foul's going to be on Coy Nelson, I think. Be his first. Cummings at the free throw line. As he hits the one for the charity stripe. Banovitz is going to come back. Sweat's going to sit down. Getz is going to sit down. And John Carragher is in the game for the Carlton Knights. Carragher, a senior from Glencoe, Illinois, stands 6-3. As Cummings at the free throw line hits the second one. He hit them both. Gabriel Cummings. From Long Beach, California, biology major, wants to get into a medical career. Boy, we need a lot more people in that field of study, don't we? Good thing the good Lord gave him brains. <laughs> he was, I can't believe the guy hit the three. He barely caught the ball. He wasn't ready for it, and he ends up with a triple. It was Tanner Thompson who hit that triple, and it's 17-12, back to a five-point lead for St. Scholastica who has been the more efficient team. Here's a triple, and it's no good by Banovets. Carragher trying to get it, coming flying in, and unable to get the ball as well was Washington. Ojulu is going to check back in, and sitting down for St. Scholastica is Kikol. So Cummings will inbound it, and they try to get into Banovets, got knocked away into the hands of Kohling. Banovitz has it again, holds that ball right around his head. He looks to go to the basket. He'll bounce it in the corner. They get it to Fritch. Ten seconds on the shot clock. Carragher goes in. Nice pass. Layup by Cole. Has a beautiful pass by John Carragher. And bringing the ball up for the College of St. Scholastica was Coy Nelson. Washington gets it out front to Ojulu. Banovitz sags on him. They get on the left side. They switch. Mindset out at the moment. Their leading scorer in this game. As Ojulu tries to get it inside, it was almost knocked away. Now gets saved. Three seconds on the shot clock, two seconds on the shot clock. He almost banked it in from three. As you heard the shot clock go off, 17-14. St. Scholastica leads. Cummings passes it left side. Carragher for three, and it's in and out. No good. Rebound taken down. By St. Scholastica's Jeff Moore. Moore brings it up. Little stutter step move. Wanted to get in that paint. Was shut off by Banovets. Now gets it on the left side. Couple of right-handed dribbles. Top of the key. Switches to the left. Now goes back to the right. The ball was deflected. Here's a shot from 15. It's swish. By Tanner Thompson. 42% shooting for Carlton. 44% for St. Scholastica. And another five-point lead. For the Saints, Coling gets it on the right side to Banovets. Banovets back to Coling in the corner to Fritch. Fritch across the lane. Cummings got it in the corner. Back to Cummings for three. It's no good. Rebound comes down to Fritch. Goes back up. Loses the ball, but had it knocked out of his hands. So Cummings will inbound it. They run four down low here. Lob the pass into Coling. He loses. Ojulu goes right to the basket and scores. He had no help defensively. Boy, that has to drive the head coach David Staniger crazy in his 24th season. Of course, Ryan Kershaw, the reigning MIC coach of the year in his second season. Shots up, just kind of a prayer. They're going to bail him out with a foul. Thank you. 
And it was. Cummings gets called for the foul. Tried to make a circus shot, did Coy Nelson, the sophomore 5'10", from Port Wing, Wisconsin. Missed the free throw. St. Scholastic is 0 for 3 from the free throw line. Carlton is 3 for 4, or it would be a bigger than 3-point lead. He missed them both. They have not made a free throw in this game. Harris brings it up. Far sideline, left to right on your video screen. And we'll keep it on the radio dial that way too. Dribbling right is Gibbons. Gets in the lane, behind the back pass. Gets knocked away, gets it back, falls down. St. Scholastica is going to come back the other way. Pass in transition, shot up, no good. Rebound tipped to Harris. Harris comes flying up the floor. Things getting a little rugged here. On the right side, Carragher fakes left, goes right. She'll sh- he'll shoot and score from 10 feet. It's a one-point game. As I guess you could aptly say that the Saints have kind of mucked it up a little bit here. I mean, they've been efficient on offense. And they've been fairly physical on defense. Uh, is going to the basket, and here's a triple, and it's going to be good. Just when they got to one point, they get a triple from Tanner Thompson. We got a Saint who's down and hurting. He's getting helped up there by Alex Gibbons. Sweat's going to check in. St. Scholastica, I think, wanted to, well, maybe they're not going to take the timeout. Coming out is going to be Mo Washington. He was the one who was sitting on the floor hurt, but he appears to be okay now. 7.35 to go first half. It's 22-18. St. Scholastica from Duluth, Minnesota, leading the Carlton Knights in Northfield, Minnesota. Pass goes into Getz, out front top of the key. Gibbons dribbles once right, bounces it back in, and uh, another turnover. Carlton's been careless with the ball. Wine set, looks to dribble left. Gets to hold off the defender with his off arm. They get it inside. Turnaround jumper by Ojulu is good. And a one-point deficit is now a six-point deficit again. St. Scholastica leads 24-18 with 6.57 to go in the first half. Coach Kershaw was shaking his head just a moment ago. Gibbons out to Carragher. Carragher. On the left side to Gibbons. Back to Carragher. Carragher between the legs dribble. Pass the top of the key to Gibbons. He'll swing it on the left side. Ten seconds on the shot clock. Out front, Carragher has it. Over to Harris. Harris looks to dribble, penetrate, goes in, and they're going to call an offensive foul on Harris again. Six minutes, 35 seconds to go. The official does not like... I mean, you can hold the guy off with your hand while you're dribbling, but you can't use your elbow when you're driving to the basket at all. (laughs) Back in the game here for St. Scholastica is Crockett Jr. He'll dribble to his right with a basketball. And shut off, gets in the corner, open three, and I mean open, no good. Rebound taken down by Banovitz. Carlton amazing this is the same team that played on Wednesday they were so efficient Wednesday on offense against Augsburg as 
Getz fell down. Now the ball's kicked, and there's no call on the kick, and it goes out of bounds off of St. Scholastica. So Carlton will inbound it, down by six, with 6.05 to go in the half. It looked like they were on the doorstep of taking the lead. Well, they were. They were down by one, but since then have not scored. Harris goes in, layup is good. 24-20. Now Carlton needs some stops as Crockett Jr. brings the ball up. He's from Rochester, went to Mayo High School. He'll get the ball back top of the key. Look to dribble penetrate behind the leg. He might have traveled. Here's a steal by Gibbons. Gibbons is a guy running alongside him. He sees him. Now he gets it out front to Harris. Harris will pass it over to Getz. They shared the ball very well against Augsburg. There wasn't a lot of standing around. There's some of that here. Gibbons dribbles once to his right. Gets it on the left side to Harris. Harris, couple of dribbles. Gets it back. Gibbons for three. It's no good. Rebound taken down by Ojulu. Gibbons for a stretch at Augsburg was just red hot. As Crockett passes it on the right side. Here's another triple. It's no good. Rebound taken down by Getz. Exactly just under five minutes to go in the half as Harris brings it up the near sideline and it'll be kicked. They called that kick. Fritch getting ready to check back in for Carlton and Kevin Thomas for St. Scholastica. Gibbons will sit down with 4.54 to go. Luke Harris leading with five points for Carlton. Comes into the game at a 22-point average. Pass goes right side to Getz. Banovitz has it top of the key. Swings it on the left side to Sweat. Sweat gets it out front to Harris. Harris, high screen by Banovitz. Gets it to Sweat. Quickly gets it to Fritsch in the corner. Fritsch dribbles. Throws it off glass. No good. Banovitz tries to tip it in. It's no good. Thomas gets the rebound. There's a lid on the basket. Carlton is shooting 44%. Actually less than that now. As... Crockett Jr. sidestepped that little Euro step, missed it, rebound taken down by Fritch. Fritch is off to the races. He's going to kick it in the corner, and it's knocked out of bounds by Ojulu with those long arms. Yep. Matho Ojulu is a junior, 6'7 from Lakeville, went to Lakeville North High School. There's a north and a south. Banovets is going to get a breather. Coling is back in the game. With 4.17 to go, and the Saints up by four. And if you're Coach Kershaw, you're happy it's within four. As Getz bounces it to Harris, goes in. There's that circus shot, scores again. Meanwhile, St. Scholastic is going to take a timeout. The Knights got back to within two, and that was a really good timeout, in my opinion, by St. Scholastic as uh, Staniger, because it looks like Carlton's starting to get a rhythm, and he wants to... Well, he wants to put a little pin in the balloon. Every part counts at Amesbury Truth. And the most important one is the part you'll play when you join their team. As the leading provider of window and door products in North America, Amesbury Truth has a part for you. Right now, they're hiring. And those positions come with competitive wages, benefits, and plenty of opportunities, too. So you never stop growing. Isn't it time you open the door to a career at Amesbury Truth? Get details and apply online at atcareers.com or AmesburyTruth.com slash careers. Gordy Kosfeld here at the KDHL Sports Microphone. We're in the Carleton College 
Jack and Jenny Thurnblad Jim on the campus of Carleton College in Northfield, Minnesota. The College of St. Scholastica has led this entire half. They're up by two, 24-22, with four minutes to go. With the basketball, it's Coyne Nelson. Nelson is a 5'10 sophomore from Port Wing, Wisconsin. He'll hand it off to Winesett, who was the leading scorer for much of the first half. And, well, I don't know how Carlton didn't get that ball. There's going to be a travel here on St. Scholastica. So Carlton can tie or take the lead on this possession. As Colding inbounds the ball to Harris, and he'll bring it up, jogging with the basketball. He'll bounce it, swings it on the left side to Fritsch as Colding. Harris gets the ball back, goes down the lane, layup off glass is good. He is so good at that. We're tied at 24. My guess is Lucas played a lot of horse in his days. As the pass goes to Mo Washington, out front to Ajulu, guarded by Sweat. Ajulu dribbles to his left between his legs, hands it off to Thomas, guarded by Coling. Here's a three by Winesett, missed. Rebound, what a board by Coling. And a foul's going to be called on Ajulu who I don't think agreed with a call by his reaction. So we're tied at 24. Carlton can take the lead with 3.02 to go in the first half. The freshman Coling from Ann Arbor, Michigan, undeclared his major yet, gets it to Luke Harris. Most of these guys are economics majors. As Fritsch gets it out front to Harris. Harris dribbles to his right, now to his left. Gets a lot of attention when he does. Fritsch is going to shoot a three and bang! Top of the key, triple. 27-24, Carlton leads. They're shooting 48%, 42% now for St. Scholastica. Ojulu, top of the key, over to Winesett. Dribbles to his right, stops, pops. It's defended well by Getz. Rebound taken down by Ojulu. He'll get it back in the corner to Thomas. Back to Ojulu, guarded by Sweat. Turnaround jumper's no good. Good job by Sweat. Gets it over to Harris. Sweat got the rebound. Harris dribbles. Again, two guys try to cover him. They get it to Fritz. That means somebody's got to be open. And Ojulu practically hugged <laughs> the freshman Coling. You couldn't question that foul call. So checking in here for St. Scholastica is going to be key call. And Ojulu's going to have a seat. 27-24. Carlton leads it with 2.04 to go in the half. That stat number of minutes in the lead is going to be in St. Scholastica's favor, even if Carlton's ahead, but that doesn't matter. Here's a triple, no good by Harris. Rebound Thomas, gets it to Winesett, comes flying up the field, passes it on the right side. They get it on the block in the lane. He abandons that move, gets it in the corner, Here's a three, and I think they're going to call a foul on Fritsch, who was trying to avoid him, <laughs> and they're going to call a foul on him. His second foul. Well, I didn't think he'd get shots here, but I guess he is, as the free throw is no good. They haven't made a free throw yet, have they? No, they're 0 for 5. So Coy Nelson missed that one too. 
They're 0 for 6. If he misses this one, they'll be 0 for 7. Minute 42 to go in the half. He made that one. 27-25 Carlton. Minute 40 to go. As Harris jogs the ball up with a right-handed waist-high dribble across the night logo. Left side to Fritch. Fritch wanted to go up and shoot the ball. Had the ball knocked out of his hand. They're going to say it's off of Fritch, which I guess technically that goes in the book. It's another turnover, and Carlton has had seven, or 10 of those. And if they tie or take the lead, that's the main reason. Ten turnovers in the half. Pass comes out front. Here's a triple. It's no good. Rebound. Banovitz tried to tap it. Normally he goes right up with both hands. Coming up is Luke Harris. He'll leave it for Banovitz. Banovitz gets it back to Harris. Harris goes down the lane. He wanted to pass it to a teammate, I thought, but uh, he gets knocked out of his hands. 68 seconds to go in the first half. It's a two-point Carlton lead. As Coling gets the inbounds pass, hands it off to Getz with 17 seconds of the shot clock. It's Harris, dribbles to his left a couple of times. Out front to Fritsch, they swing it to Banovets. 56 seconds to go, eight seconds on the shot clock. Banovitz trying to get his way toward the basket. There's three seconds. They better hurry. Getz has to launch a desperate shot, and he makes it. Just inside the three-point line, it's a two. But boy, what a big hoop that was for Spencer Getz with a shot clock winding down. 29-25. Thomas mishandles the ball. Well, that was a rifle pass from Weinstein. It looked like Winesett and Thomas had words there after the play. As Crockett Jr. will check back in. Sitting down will be Corey Nelson. 32 seconds to go in the half. There's a two-point, or excuse me, a two-second differential between the shot clock and the game clock. So you would think Carlton would use as much of that clock as they could sure themselves more of a lead you don't turn the ball over Harris in the lane missed the shot Harris gets the ball back and he's fouled ball's going to be on Thomas Kevin Thomas the 6'4 senior from Hermantown so Luke Harris will inbound the ball He's an economics major from Piedmont, California. Gets it into Coling, the freshman. Hands it off to Gibbons. Bounces it back. Well, it went right through Coling's hands into Harris's. He goes up, missed the shot. Banovitz tries to put back, but Harris will be fouled. He said he jumped into the shooter. So Andre Crockett Jr. gets called for jumping into the shooter. Harris's free throw is good. There's 1.7 seconds on the clock. He'll have another. He can give his team a six-point lead, which would be their biggest of this half. And he does not. Rebound back tap by Benevitz. Here's a half-court shot that's no good. 
Well, the first half is in the books. Carlton has a five-point lead, 30-25. to 25. They have shot 46%, while St. Scholastic cooled off. They look so efficient and good early offensively, but uh, not so much so the last part of the half. They are one for seven from the free throw line. Carlton is four for six, and that's the main reason why the Knights have a 30-25 lead. Turnovers 10 for Carlton and six for St. Scholastica. We'll check out the rest of the statistics during our halftime report, which comes your way The next. Carleton College academic environment is undeniably rigorous and challenging, but it's also uniquely supportive. Instead of competing, students embrace a spirit of collaboration. Unlike most colleges, Carleton has three 10-week terms per academic year, fall, winter, and spring, which allows students to focus more completely on their classes. Another way that Carleton develops leaders. Carleton College is committed to providing a true liberal arts education, a curriculum that challenges students to learn broadly and think deeply. Instead of training for one narrow career path, Carleton students develop the knowledge and skills to succeed in any walk of life. Carleton students learn critical thinking, problem solving, use creativity and effective communication, tools to transform a collection of facts and figures into a way of understanding the world. Carleton College's faculty members are highly respected scholars, researchers, and practitioners in their field. But above all, their first priority is teaching. Every course at Carleton is taught by a professor, not a teaching assistant, and classes small enough to offer individual attention for students. A student-to-faculty ratio of 9 to 1 ensures Carleton students have plenty of opportunity for interaction with their professors. Well, it's halftime here at Carleton with the Knights leading 30-25 at the half. And it was not a pretty half, to be quite honest. Carleton is fortunate to be in the lead right now. Sheer hustle and determination got them with lead. Their shooting early was not that good. They shot much better toward the end of the half. The time with the lead category, 14.20 for St. Scholastica, 2.43 for Carleton. I always say the only thing that matters is who's in the lead at the end of the game. Doesn't matter how long you have the lead. What matters is winning the game, having the most points at the end. Biggest lead for St. Scholastica was six. Biggest lead for Carleton is where it is right now at five. Best scoring run, nine points for Carleton in the final 2.43. And five points for St. Scholastica in the first half. There was one lead change. We were tied three times in the first half tied. Looking at the team statistics, shooting 37% for St. Scholastica, 29% for three-point range. They have four threes. Again, they're one for seven from the free throw line. Carlton Knights are shooting 46%. They're 2 for 10 from three-point range. And they are 4 of 6 from the free-throw line. Which Kershaw had mentioned on Wednesday. He was hoping that they were breaking out of their three-point shooting slump. They were down from last year. He said, uh, you know, Alex Gibbons had a great night at Augsburg from the three-point range. But 
here in the home gym. It's been tough sledding. He's 0 for 2 in this first half. 0 for 1 is Banavets. Harris is 0 for 1. Sweat is 1 for 3. Fritch is 1 for 1. Cummings and Carragher are each 0 for 1. So the only person who has not taken a three that has played in this game for Carlton, well, I guess there's two of them, Spencer Getz and Sam Colding. Colding is two for two from the field. He has one rebound, four points. Luke Harris leading the way with 10 points. He also has four rebounds. Five points for Miles Fritch off the bench, along with two rebounds. He played 10 minutes and 18 seconds in the first half. Gets 16-20, Banavets 15-17, and he only has one rebound, and that's just not normal for Banavets. Coling, 14 minutes and 39 seconds of action. Gibbons played 9:42. Sweat played 9:04. Cummings played 4:27. He had two points and a rebound. And Carragher played four minutes and 40 seconds. He had two points, a rebound. And an assist. Only four assists the entire half for Carlton. Fritch has one. Carragher has one. Luke Harris has one. And Spencer Getz has one. Harris averaging four assists a game coming into the contest. Boy, he shared the ball so well and had some incredible assists at Augsburg. There are a couple of times they had some pick and roll action with Coling that was really masterful. Getz has seven rebounds. Yep, right. Spencer got seven rebounds here at halftime. He has two points and an assist, and he played 16 minutes and 20 seconds. For St. Scholastica, individually, Noah Weinsett leads them in scoring with 10 points. He was two for six from three-point range, four for nine from the field. He had no rebounds, no assists in 15-29. Eight points for Tanner Thompson. He had a couple of threes and four attempts. He was three of five from the field. Played 12 minutes and 18 seconds. Also had two rebounds and two assists. Mo Washington had a couple of assists in seven minutes and 41 seconds. Only took one shot. Did not make it. Coy Nelson played 9.35. He was 0 for 1 from the field. 1 for 5 from the free throw line. Kekul. Played five minutes and 59 seconds. Had one rebound, one assist. Andre Crockett Jr. played 10 minutes and 25 seconds. Was 0 for 3 from the field. He had one rebound, one assist. Jeff Moore played 10.53. Had no points, one assist, one rebound. Ojulu played 14.01. He had two rebounds, four points. And with two points and five rebounds, Kevin Thomas, who played 13 minutes and 39 seconds. Again, Carlton is 2 for 10 from three-point range in their home gym. St. Scholastica is 4 for 14 from Treyland, as Carlton is enjoying a five-point lead here at the half, 30 to 25. Time with the lead, 14-20 for St. Scholastica. Two minutes and 43 seconds for Carlton. The hustle points turnovers points off turnovers are dead even at seven apiece Carlton has ten turnovers six turnovers for St. Scholastica but points off turnovers are dead even 
points in the paint. Carlton 16-10 advantage. Second chance points, Carlton 9-0. Yep, Carlton has six offensive rebounds to three for the Saints. Fast break points. Each team has two points. And Carlton's bench has outscored St. Scholastica's bench 12-9. 12-9 in points off the bench. A lot of young kids are shooting at both of the baskets, which is great to see. That's how you develop your skills, right? That's how you develop your skills is to shoot and, you know, dribble and do all the things that you have to do when you play the game of basketball. Cody Cosfeld here at the KDHL Sports Microphone. Your radio home for Carlton Knight. Basketball is the mighty 920 Since the turn of the century, Federated Mutual Insurance Company and many of our employees have called Owatonna home. We work hand-in-hand with our neighbors through giving, volunteering, and focusing on community initiatives. We invest in this community because we love to see opportunities and advancements, such as the new high school and the downtown developments. We enjoy seeing the citizens of our great community continue to grow and thrive. And above all, we are proud to be part of Oatana's rich history and all that Oatana has to offer. Carleton ranks number one among baccalaureate colleges in the number of alumni who have gone on to earn academic doctorates since 2007. Approximately 57% of all alums go on to graduate school within five years of graduation, and 21% of alumni go directly to graduate school in the fall after their graduation. It's another reason why Carleton develops life long learners. The Carleton College academic environment is undeniably rigorous and challenging, but it's also uniquely supportive. Instead of competing, students embrace a spirit of collaboration. Unlike most colleges, Carleton has three 10-week terms per academic year, fall, winter, and spring, which allows students to focus more completely on their classes. Another way that Carleton develops leaders. Well, both teams are back on the floor, warming up for the second half. We'll see if it matters what end of the floor they go at. Carleton's shooting did pick up toward the end of the half, which is the main reason why they got the lead, 30-25. to 25, But they really deed it up for a period there, too, after St. Scholastica looked so efficient on offense early, and they... You got a couple of slash to the basket, nice baseline cuts that got them layups. That was all shut off. And they were forced into long-range jumpers, and obviously they're not that good a shooting team where they wouldn't have a, a zero in front of their record in the conference. So we get ready for the second half. If you don't join us for the non-conference games next Wednesday and Friday, hope you all have a very happy holiday season. It's good to hear from people. I had a young lady who said she listens and watches the games from Denver. Enjoys, and we appreciate people stopping by and giving us those comments. That's very nice. The Canberra people deserve a lot of credit. They bring you the, the pictures, right? I just try to call when I see 
And then we'll see how the Knights do here in the second half. Again, our next broadcast will be Wednesday. The University of Northwestern, Roseville. I guess officially they say St. Paul, but they're in Roseville. Will be here on Wednesday night. And we go to Bethany Lutheran in Mankato on Friday night. A rare Friday night game. After the holiday break, our first game is a home game against the Hamlin Pipers on the third. And that's a Wednesday, I do believe. Yes, it is. Because we go to Concordia on the sixth, which is a Saturday. And I love it when we go there on weekends. That trip should always be made on a weekend. It should never be made during the week. Same with St. Mary's. Those are the two farthest. Well, now St. Scholastica in there, too. It would be nice if that was on a weekend, but I might be asking for too much there. Actually, I don't think I am. <laughs> uh, the other day, St. Scholastica went all the way down to Winona. I can't remember if it was the men or the women, and then it was vice versa for the other team. That's where it would be nice to have double headers when you have to make those kind of trips. And it would be more efficient fuel-wise, right? As we get ready for the second half, we'll have it for you. You're listening to Carl the Knight Basketball on Southern Minnesota Sports Leader for 75 years. This is our 75th anniversary, the mighty 920 KDHL. Carleton College is committed to providing a true liberal arts education, a curriculum that challenges students to learn broadly and think deeply. Instead of training for one narrow career path, Carleton students develop the knowledge and skills to succeed in any walk of life. Carleton students learn critical thinking, problem solving, use creativity and effective communication tools to transform a collection of facts and figures into a way of understanding the world. Every part counts at Amesbury Truth, and the most important one is the part you'll play when you join their team. As the leading provider of window and door products in North America, Amesbury Truth has a part for you. Right now, they're hiring. And those positions come with competitive wages, benefits, and plenty of opportunities, too. So you never stop growing. Isn't it time you open the door to a career at Amesbury Truth? Get details and apply online at atcareers.com or amesburytruth.com slash careers. 30-25 is our score. Carlton on top of St. Scholastica. Again, the, the oh, let's see. I, let me give you an update on how the other games around the MIC are going, don't I? Silly me. See if I can bring that scoreboard up here. We're going to the scoreboard. It's thinking. Well, uh, shouldn't surprise me. I don't see any uh, updates here on the scoreboard. <laughs> uh, no surprise. Pass goes on the block to Banovets. Banovets trying to bully his way there, and he uh, missed the shot. Right under the basket. I got to wait for an elbow there in the in the chest too, but everybody does it these days. Almost a, a turnover, and 
Ball's tipped around, tipped around, coming out of there with it is Getz. Getz will bring it up left, or excuse me, right to left on your radio dial and video screen. And left to right goes St. Scholastica. In the white is Carlton, and the blue is St. Scholastica. In the lane, Gibbons kicks it to Banavets, thought about a three. Majulu jumps on him, handoff goes to Gibbons. Eight seconds of the shot clock. Getz will go in the lane, shoots the shot, missed it. Rebound taken down by nobody yet. And coming out of there with it for St. Scholastica's Moore. As Crockett Jr. hands it off to Winesett. Two-hand chest pass across to Moore. Or actually, that was Thomas. Thomas is going to shoot a triple, and it's in and out. No good. Nice box out by Gibbons. It's coming back the other way. Here's Carlton. That was an awesome box out. Right side Gibbons dribbles to his left in the lane. Tries to bounce it on a baseline move by Banovitz. Ball got kicked out of bounds. It'll belong to Carlton with 20 seconds on the shot clock. Gibbons will inbound it. Colding is on the right side of the lane. Along with Harris on the left side, Banovitz and Getz. And I don't know what they're discussing here. Now the clock's at 14. Pass comes in the corner. They get it to Gibbons toward the basket. And they say he traveled. So 18-27 to go. Still 30-25. to That was the halftime score. And both teams having trouble scoring here in the second half. Ojulu wants to go to the basket. Shoots up the shot. Scores. And Banovitz gets called for a foul. So Matho will go to the free throw line here. If he makes it, it'll be a two-point game. And he does. They struggled with only one free throw made in seven attempts in the first half. They make their first to the second. Harris brings it up, scoops it to Gibbons, hand off to Coling. It's another turnover by Carlton. Pass ahead, bounce ahead, shots up off glass, too strong, tipped up and in by Jeff Moore, and we're tied at 30. Turnovers, 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 12 of them for Carlton in this game. Coling swings it over to Gibbons, and that's just being careless with the ball. Harris, Gibbons, nice pass underneath. A reverse layup. He missed it, but he's going to go to the free throw line. He's a freshman. Cole, that was an awesome pass from Gibbons. With 17.44 to go. Foul's going to be on Ojulu, the 6'7 junior from Lakeville. And Coling will go to the free throw line. And the freshman rims in the first one. Sam Coling. One of his hobbies listed was soccer. As he hits it, but that footwork helps him on the basketball court. 32-30 the score. Carlton breaks the tie. If you just joined us, St. Scholastica led most of the first half. Carlton led at the half by five. Wine set. It's a to Crockett Jr. 
And he's in the land of nowhere. The ball gets knocked away. They get it back. Now Gibbons gets it. He'll throw it across to Coling. Coling bounces underneath the basket. Banavets lets Crockett Jr. fly by and scores. 34-30 Carlton. I'm telling you, this team, when they run, they do run efficiently. Here's another near steal. Banavets is going to pick it up. Man, I don't know how they didn't call a foul there with a guy reaching in. As Getz dribbles right now to his left. Here's a three by Banovets. It's off the mark. Rebound taken down by St. Scholastic as Moore comes out of there with it. Bringing the ball up is Andre Crockett Jr. The junior guard. Back to Moore. Bounces it on the block. Now they get it back to Moore. Swing it to Crockett Jr. in the lane. Passes it. Again, he gets it back. He's under the basket. Floaters up and bounces twice off iron. No good. Rebound. Bounce out to Moore. They swing it. Wind set for three. It's no good. Rebound taken down by Coling. Use both hands. And bringing it up the near side. Linus Harris with a right-handed dribble. Now with his left. Free throw line pass it. Banovet's going to try another three. This one's good. Matt Banovitz hits the triple. It's a seven-point Carlton lead, their biggest of the game, with 16.02 to go. As Crockett Jr. will jog it up, and they're going to call a timeout, St. Scholastica. And Coach Staniger says, I need a full timeout, and boy, does he ever. Carlton leading 37-30. You're in tune to KDHLAM in Faribault, Minnesota, a Town Square media station. We're 920 on the AM dial, 97.9 FM, and worldwide on the absolutely free KDHL app. Of course, you can watch on the website of Carleton, athletics.carleton.edu, athletics.carleton.edu. Carleton College's faculty members are highly respected scholars, researchers, and practitioners in their field. But above all, their first priority is teaching. Every course at Carleton is taught by a professor, not a teaching assistant, and classes small enough to offer individual attention for students. A student-to-faculty ratio of 9 to 1 ensures Carleton students have plenty of opportunity for interaction with their professors. Carleton ranks number one among baccalaureate colleges in the number of alumni who have gone on to earn academic doctorates since 2007. Approximately 57% of all alums go on to graduate school within five years of graduation, and 21% of alumni go directly to graduate school in the fall after their graduation. It's another reason why Carleton develops lifelong learners. We're on the campus of Carleton College in Northfield, Minnesota, where the Knights have a 37-30 lead over the College of St. Scholastica. As uh, Crockett Jr., let's see what the play mapped out and the timeout is for the uh, Saints. Here's a triple. It's no good an air ball. Somehow I don't think they wanted that. <laughs> it's coming out of there with his Harris. You see the look on Coach Staniger's face. Harris between the legs, dribble, looks, looks. Now they dump it off down low to Banovets, does Getz. Banovets trying to bully his way, shoots the shot, missed it, and he's going to be fouled, no question fouled. As Jeff Moore gets called for the foul, Banovets will go to the free throw line. 
has just announced that the president of the University of Pennsylvania has resigned. With 15.25 to go in this one, it's an eight-point, now nine-point lead as Banavets hits the free throws. St. Scholastica with the ball, and they're down by nine. Biggest lead of the game for either team. He's going to shoot the triple. Nobody out there. He missed it. Rebound taken down by Harris. He was, again, more. Pass underneath to Gibbons. Gibbons under the basket. Off glass. Too strong. Rebound back tap by Getz. It's picked up by St. Scholastica going all the way to the basket. No good. Rebound put back up by Thomas. It's no good. Rebound put back up. It's blocked from behind. Put back up, and it's good. Boy, they got enough chances. That was Keiko who scored. 39-32. They're still playing hard. Harris gets it to Banovets. Gibbons fakes right, goes left, and falls, and he throws it out of bounds. Another turnover. 13 of them for Carlton. There have been eight turnovers by St. Scholastica. 39 32, 14 27 to go. Crockett Jr. brings it up, hands it off to Winesett. Had 10 points in the first half. He's still stuck on 10. Thomas gets it to Crockett Jr. Gets a screen. Doesn't use it. They get it in the corner. Three seconds on the shot clock. Thomas has to throw. Banovitz blocks a three-point shot. Harris comes up the floor. Pass comes out top. They swing it all the way around. Good ball movement here. It's a triple, and it's no good by Banovitz. Rebound taken down by St. Scholastica. He's coming out of there with it as Kiko. He'll get it to Crockett Jr. 39-32. It was 30-25 at the half. Carlton led. And they lead now, 39-32. Winesett dribbles to his right. Sweat hedged out on him. They get it on the block. Ball was knocked away from behind. They didn't call it when uh, (laughs) St. Scholastica did it on their fast break on the way down. But they call it here. It'll be on Banovets. Colling's going to sit down. That'll be his second. So Sam Colling will check in, the freshman. Pass comes in, kind of a no-looker. The Kekel. Now they swing it back in the corner. Wine set three. Bang. Getz was there. Harris will bring the ball up. It's a four-point game. Carlton leads. Their shooting this half is at 29% after being 46% in the first half and almost another turnover. Rich was trying to throw a baseline all the way to the other side and got knocked away. And he just couldn't catch it or it would have been a turnover. So Fritch will inbound the ball on the floor with Harris and Getz, Sweat, Fritch. Gets it to Getz under the basket. Missed the shot. Point blank. Rebound. Sweat tries to save it. And they say there was a foul. Well, you heard him say the push on the rebound. Kiko. A four-point Carlton lead. Harris goes through the lane. Comes back out. 
He's going to go to the basket. Right hand, left side, miss it. We're going to have a foul, I think, on Weinstein. We did push him down. I don't know why he's so upset. He pushed him to the floor. He clearly pushed him to the floor. So they're going to get Weinstein out of there. He's upset. Or no, they're not. They're going to have Crockett Jr. come out. <laughs> Checking in is going to be Coy Nelson. He just doesn't realize that he pushed him to the floor, right? Gets has the basketball. Carlton needs to get a little more efficient here on offense. Harris goes in and again missed the layup. Sweat gets it out to Harris. Harris hands it off behind him to Sweat for three. It's no good. Rebound by Thomas. Man, their shooting has gone right out the window. They're 22%. Bounce pass goes on the block. Here's left side, wind set for three. It's no good. Rebound taken down by Harris as Sweat hits the deck. Of course, he just did that on his own as Harris brings the ball up the floor to his left. He's looking for somebody. Gets it in the corner to Getz. Getz dribbles to his right, bounces it left under the basket. Reverse layup. Good by Coling. And he thought he was fouled. 41-35, what a nifty baseline move by the freshman from Ann Arbor, Michigan. Pass goes to Thomas. Right side, it's swatted by someone from behind. It was Getz who swatted it. They stay after it, and I think Coy Nelson got the basket with 11.46 to go. It's 41-37. Carlson trying to pull away. They had it up to nine points, and it looked like they were going to pull away. But their shooting has just not been there this half. They're shooting 25% for the half. They're one for four from Trayland in this half. They're three for 14 in the game. It's a good thing they're shooting free throws well. They're eight for 10 from the charity stripe. That's why they have this four-point lead because their opponent, St. Scholastica, is two for eight on free throws. They are five of 21 from three-point range. And they're shooting 33% for the game. They're also not exactly blistering the Nets. 28% shooting this half. And they're one for seven. One for seven from three-point range. You're listening to Carl, the night basketball on KDH. Federated Mutual Insurance Company is hiring in Owatonna and Mankato. Federated Insurance offers full training, competitive pay and benefits, plenty of room for growth, and an unmatched company culture. We are seeking talented professionals who are comfortable working with multiple computer systems and who have a strong attention to detail. No insurance experience is required. Join a company that values hard work and continues to thrive and grow. Learn more and apply now at federatedinsurance.com. Gordy Kosfeld here at the KDHL Sports Microphone, the Carlton Knights. They're up by four with 11.46 to go in the game against the St. Scholastica team that has not won a conference game, but Coach Kershaw said Wednesday this is an improving team. Harris almost lost the ball, bounces it, gets, gets it underneath, and he can't hang on the ball either. It's another turnover. 14 of them. Eight for St. Scholastica. As Nelson hands it off, Winesett comes out to get the ball, swings the left side to Thomas, they get it on the block. Ball's knocked away, it was stolen for an instant, now stolen back. Here's a triple, it's no good, rebound taken down by Harris. 
who might have to help again on the glass. 26 rebounds for St. Scholastica, 31 for Carlton. Harris goes in, missed the layup. Rebound taken down for the Saints. Wine set will leave it for Nelson. Nelson scoops it in the corner for three. It's no good. Rebound taken down. He's going to try it again, and it is no good. Rebound taken down. Two triples, both of them missed by St. Scholastic, but encouraging Tanner Thompson as his coach as Getz has the ball. Cohling swings it over to Fritch, cross the floor to Sweat. Sweat will pass it on the right side. There's 10 seconds on the shot clock behind the back dribble. Gets passes it in the corner to Harris. Harris goes to the basket. We're going to have a foul, I guess. Coy Nelson gets called for the foul. Winesett's going to sit down, checking back in for St. Scholastica's Mo Washington, the junior from Silver Spring, Maryland, went to Hibbing Community College. Before he went to St. Scholastica, Fritch will pass it or catch the ball from Cummings, who's in the game. Gets 13 seconds on the shot clock, gets it to Cummings. Cummings dribbles to his right, passes in the corner to Fritch. Baseline went up, lost the handle on the way up, putting it up as gets no good. He'll try it again, and it's good. The first you don't succeed, try again. Carlton with a six-point lead with 9.56 to go, but boy, they've had to really work to get it. There's been a lid on the basket, a wide open layup. It's not gonna make Coach Kershaw real happy there. Coy Nelson got the wide open bunny. You haven't seen too many wide open shots for Carlton. Coling hands it off to Cummings. Cummings passes it to Fritch. Fritch dribbles to his right, hands it off to Getz. Getz in the lane, kicks it to Banavets on the left wing. He'll dribble to his right, passes it over to Cummings. Cummings fakes right, goes left. Banavets flashes the basket. Fritch gets the ball, reverse layup, missed. Rebound taken down by St. Scholastica ball stripped by Banovitz off the leg of St. Scholastica. Carragher's going to check in here for Getz. With 9 minutes and 12 seconds to go in this one, it's 43-39 Carlton. This is their last conference game before the holiday break. As Cummings brings the ball up, they have a couple of non-conference games next week, one here and one on the road. On the road, it'll be in Mankato, which is not all that far. Banavets three is, oh boy, missed badly. Rebound taken out by Saints. Four-point lead for Carlton. As Nelson passes it on the right side. Washington back to Nelson. Washington flashed the basket. The foul's going to be called on Carragher. But they're doing a nice job of flashing to the basket. Ojulu is back in the game and sitting down will be killed. Kiko. So Washington will inbound it. His team up or down, I should say, 43-39 with 8.42 to go. Here's a triple. It's no good. Rebound taken down. Thomas underneath. Great pass. A fantastic pass. Thomas got the rebound, and the key to the pass was he did it right away. 
to Thompson. It's a two-point game, 43-41. Banovitz has the ball. He'll hand it off to Cummings. Cummings goes to his right. He'll shoot the 15-footer, and it's swish. Coach Kershaw's going to take the timeout. Eight minutes, 16 seconds to go. It's Carlton 45, St. Scholastica hanging around at 41. You're listening to Carlton Night Basketball. On Carlton KDHL. College is committed to providing a true liberal arts education, a curriculum that challenges students to learn broadly and think deeply. Instead of training for one narrow career path, Carlton students develop the knowledge and skills to succeed in any walk of life. Carleton students learn critical thinking, problem solving, use creativity and effective communication tools to transform a collection of facts and figures into a way of understanding the world. 45-41 Carleton leads. They are shooting this half 28% and uh, 28% is what St. Scholastic is shooting this half too. Carlton had a five-point lead at the half. They're up by four now with 8.16 to go. They did have a nine-point lead, and it looked like they were going to pull away, but they have not shot well at all this half, and turnovers are just, well, it's it's hurt them. They've got 14 turnovers in this game to nine for St. Scholastica. Rebound 34 for Carlton, 31 for St. Scholastica. At the half, the rebounds were 22 to 13. So they had a nine point advantage at the half. Here's a long three by Nelson, no good. Almost got stuck between the bracket and the backboard. Gibbons gets a rebound, brings it across midcourt. Chest-high dribble, passes it over to Vanovitz, gets it back, here's a triple, bang! Alex Gibbons. Boy, did they need that. Gibbons says in his bio that Jimmy Butler is his favorite player. He's a lot of that hustle that Butler has. Here's a triple, oh, it's gonna be a two, no good. Rebound out of bounds, they say it belongs to St. Scholastica's Gibbons couldn't grab the ball. He points to his chest and says, my bad. Seven-point Carlton lead. 7.37 to go. Washington will inbound it. Pass it way out front to Ajulu. Hands it off. Top of the key, it's Nelson. Nelson on the left side. He gets it back. Looks to dribble right. Washington in the lane. Has the shot blocked by Fritsch. Taken down by Banavets. Coming back the other way, Cummings gets it on the wing to Gibbons. Fakes, actually goes right, left and right. It's a lane. Cummings passed it back to Gibbons. Left baseline, bounce in the corner. Fritch out front to Carragher. Carragher down the lane, right under the basket, scores. And I think we're going to have a foul or somebody's hurt or something here. Washington's holding, was holding his knee. With 7.03 to go in the game. So we'll have an injury timeout here. Never want to see that.
7.03 to go. It's a nine-point Carlton lead. That's been their biggest. They're now shooting 35% this half to 25% for St. Scholastica. St. Scholastica, one for 12 from three-point range this half. And Carlton is two for six. The Knights are four for four from the free throw line. One for one is St. Scholastica this half. Eight for 10 from the free throw line for the Knights. Two for eight for the Saints. So a plus six there. One of the reasons why they've got this nine-point lead as they continue to work on the St. Scholastica player. I think it's Washington. I do believe. And we'll be right back here on Wednesday. And then they play on the road Friday, a rare Friday night game, and that'll be the last game before the holiday break. Come back on the 3rd of January and host Hamlin and then head to Concordia that weekend. There's 7.03 to go in this one. Jeff Moore is coming over, and so is uh, Andre Crockett Jr. to check on their teammate. Meanwhile, Carragher is going to bring a towel and wipe up the sweat on the floor. And boy, he's not putting any weight on that left leg. And yes, it is Mo Washington, the six-two junior from Silver Spring, Maryland. Well, we hope he's going to be okay. He's in a lot of pain. So, the Saints have the ball. Left to right. Winesett. Gets out to Ajulu. Top of the key. He'll hand it off to Thomas. Dribbles to his left. Hands it off to Winesett. Dribbles to his right. Gets it on the right corner. The ball's knocked away. A lot of traffic there. It's a turnover by St. Scholastica as Carragher picked it off. Gets it to Gibbons. On the floor with Fritch, Banavets, and Cummings. As he looks, bounces it to Gibbons. Gibbons dribbles left and goes right. Oh, beautiful kiss-off window. He flashes a smile at his coach. That was an awesome move. 52-41. He might have flashed that smile at Luke Harris. <laughs> My guess is they played uh, maybe horse a time or two, right? <laughs> 52-41. The quick fade away off glass. Thing of beauty. The Carleton College academic environment is undeniably rigorous and challenging, but it's also uniquely supportive. Instead of competing, students embrace a spirit of collaboration. Unlike most colleges, Carleton has three 10-week terms per academic year, fall, winter, and spring. 
which allows students to focus more completely on their classes. Another way that Carleton develops leaders. Every part counts at Amesbury Truth. And the most important one is the part you'll play when you join their team. As the leading provider of window and door products in North America, Amesbury Truth has a part for you. Right now, they're hiring. And those positions come with competitive wages, benefits, and plenty of opportunities, too. So you never stop growing. Isn't it time you open the door to a career at Amesbury Truth? Get details and apply online at atcareers.com or amesburytruth.com slash careers. Six minutes, 17 seconds to go in the game. Carlton has their first double-digit lead. They're up by 11, 52-41. It was 30-25 to at the half, which means, obviously, only 16 points have been scored by St. Scholastica. And another nice flash for the basket layup. Out of the timeout, 52-43. Carragher waits for his teammate. Cummings with 5.58 to go. Cummings passes at the Banavets top of the key. He'll shoot the three and it's bottom of the net. 55-43. As bringing the ball up is Crockett Jr. He'll leave it for Winesett in the middle of the lane. Shots up and it rims off. Good job by Banavets to get his hand in his face. Cummings comes flying up the floor. Out front to Fritch, over to Givens. He'll kick it in the corner. Here's a three by Carragher, and it goes high off the iron. Banavets gets it. Banavets, little left-handed shot. Normally he makes those. He missed it in the middle of the lane. Coming back up before is Thomas. He gets the left side to Crockett Jr. Little stutter step move. Had it knocked away from behind by Givens, and they're going to call him for a reach-in, I guess. Well, they say it hit him off the arm. 55-43, biggest lead of the game for either team. As Thomas will bounce it. Right side of the hoop. Gets it back top of the key. Wants to get in. Jump stop. Shot blocked by Banavets. And he'll come back with a basketball. Banavets passes it. Carragher in the corner. Fritch. Fritch wants to get closer underneath to Banavets. Missed the quick shot. Rebound taken down by St. Scholastica. I love that pass, though. There's Winesett looking to go to the basket. They're going to call foul, I think, on Banavets. Be his third, I do believe. Yes, it is. Checking back in for St. Scholastica's Aaron Kekel from Princeton, Minnesota. 6'6 freshman. Ojulu will sit down. Pass comes in to Crockett Jr., dribbles to his right. Pass came in from Thompson. Here's a shot by Winesett, no good. Rebound tipped around, caromed around. Winesett comes up with it. He'll pass it over to Crockett Jr. Went right, then left. Winesett falls down. They get it in the corner for three. It's no good. Rebound taken out by Fritsch, the long rebound. He'll pass it all the way down the floor to Kerrigan. Or Carragher rather, gets it back to Cummings, back to Carragher. On the block, Gibbons goes in, layup is good. 57-43, Carlton doing a little spurt here. It was a real close game not that long ago, about two minutes ago. Wine set, trying to get it to his teammate, turnaround jumper is good. 
by Tanner Thompson. That guy's a good shooter. Thompson's, well, he's five of 11 for the field. He's two for seven for the three-point range. As Gibbons and Banovets brought the ball up, get it over to Fritch on the right wing. Three and a half minutes to go and a 12-point lead for Carlton. Carragher fakes right, goes left, then right again. Gets it back out front to Gibbons. Gibbons goes left, takes the triple, bang! Alex Gibbons. Hits the triple. His second of the day. As Winesett dribbles to his right, where he's going to be fouled. Uh, going to be on Fritch. That'll be his third with 3.07 to go. 60-45. to 45. Only 20 points have been scored by St. Scholastica this half. And Cummings just stole the inbounds pass. Wow. Fritch brings the ball up. He'll leave it for Banovets. Takes one dribble, shoots the triple, bang! It's a swoosh. All of a sudden, they're shooting lights out. They struggled most of this game, but man, they're, <laughs> they're swishing them now. Crockett Jr. out front to Thomas. And I think they just, oh, they almost turned it over. Winesett tracks it down. 63 to 45, Carlton. Hand off to Thomas. They can't do too much of this, though. Their precious seconds are ticking away, and they just turn the ball over. Banovitz throws it ahead to Fritch, bounces it back to Banovitz. Can't make the catch. He'll save it into Carragher. Carragher goes in. Layup is good. John Carragher been playing some quality minutes for the Carlton Knights. It's 65-45. Carragher. An economics statistics person. Gets a rebound, brings the ball up. He's from Glencoe, Illinois. Wants to go into investment banking. Shots up no good. Rebound taken down by Cummings. Gets it to Gibbons in the corner. Banovets for three. Bang! Another one by Mr. Banovets. Also an econ major. Wants to go into financial planning. The 6'7 senior from... Minneapolis who went to Academy of Holy Angels and Carlton's going to win this game they'll have their third straight victory of the season they will go to three and two in the conference Frank Heat Pace St. John's and Gustavus who are both undefeated Concordia's got one loss and then of course they face them shortly after the holiday break 68-45 with a minute 36 to go. Julu for St. Scholastica. The free throw line dribbles right in the lane. Turnaround jumpers good by the young man from Lakeville North. Carragher bounced it into Cummings. It goes off of Cummings and out of bounds. Cummings is like, uh, you're kind of in the way there, Mr. Official. <laughs> Doesn't matter. It was off you. So the Saints will inbound it. Down by 21. They've scored 22 this half. Scored 25 in the first half. Pass out front. It's Crockett Jr. Nice lob to Ojulu for a kiss off glass. No, looks like they'll get into the 50s anyway. 
Uh, we'll see if that scoreboard is updated. There was nothing at the half on the MIC so-called scoreboard. Holly Doru is in the game, and he gets tied up. Possession arrow goes to St. Scholastica. 15 turnovers in the game for Carlton. I know that uh, Coach Kershaw is not going to be happy about that. 12 for St. Scholastica. And Ojulu gets the ball, gets it out front top of the key, asks for the ball again underneath. He gets a layup, scores. 68-51, Sweat trying to handle Ojulu, who's a quick 6-7 guy. 38 seconds to go in this one. Cummings dribbles to his left, zips it in the corner. Zito for three, it's no good. Rebound taken down by Thomas. Brandon Zito, the junior from San Marino, California. Here's a triple left side. It's no good. With 20 seconds to go, Carlton can just dribble the ball out. Your final score is going to be 68-51. Carlton will win by 17. They're up by five at the half. And we go up there later this winter. When there could be, uh, well, there could be, quite frankly, five feet of snow on the ground. <laughs> I'm kind of hoping not, but there could be. Final score here from West Gym on the campus of Carleton College in Northfield, Minnesota. Carleton Knights 68, the Saints Scholastica Saints 51. We'll check out those final statistics, maybe get a word from Coach Kershaw, maybe a player, who knows. Carleton College's faculty members are highly respected scholars, researchers, and practitioners in their field. But above all, their first priority is teaching. Every course at Carleton is taught by a professor, not a teaching assistant, and classes small enough to offer individual attention for students. A student-to-faculty ratio of 9 to 1 ensures Carleton students have plenty of opportunity for interaction with their professors. Carleton ranks number one among baccalaureate colleges in the number of alumni who have gone on to earn academic doctorates since 2007. Approximately 57% of all alums go on to graduate school within five years of graduation, and 21% of alumni go directly to graduate school in the fall after their graduation. It's another reason why Carleton develops life long learners. Federated Mutual Insurance Company is hiring in Owatonna and Mankato. Federated Insurance offers full training, competitive pay and benefits, plenty of room for growth, and an unmatched company culture. We are seeking talented professionals who are comfortable working with multiple computer systems and who have a strong attention to detail. No insurance experience is required. Join a company that values hard work and continues to thrive and grow. Learn more and apply now at federatedinsurance.com. Carleton College is committed to providing a true liberal arts education, a curriculum that challenges students to learn broadly and think deeply. Instead of training for one narrow career path, Carleton students develop the knowledge and skills to succeed in any walk of life. Carleton students learn critical thinking, problem solving, use creativity and effective communication tools to transform a collection of facts and figures into a way of understanding the world. 
Carleton College's faculty members are highly respected scholars, researchers, and practitioners in their field. But above all, their first priority is teaching. Every course at Carleton is taught by a professor, not a teaching assistant, and classes small enough to offer individual attention for students. A student-to-faculty ratio of 9 to 1 ensures Carleton students have plenty of opportunity for interaction with their professors. Well, your final statistics tonight, or you should say this afternoon, the Carleton Knights defeat St. Scholastica by a score of 68 to 51. They had no less than, well, they had only two guys, three guys in double figures, 16 points for Vanavets. He had four rebounds, one assist in 30 minutes and 34 seconds. 12 points for Alex Gibbons. He had one assist and three rebounds in 21.50. And 10 points for Luke Harris, who played 25 minutes and nine seconds. Harris had two assists, nine rebounds in the game for Luke Harris. Harris had nine rebounds in this game. I was just checking out some of the statistics here most rebounds this season for Harris had been eight he has had 11 rebounds I was at McAllister back in February he had eight at uh, well in his home state of California right he had eight rebounds against Claremont Mud Scripps the number 23 ranked team in the nation at the time and that victory out west Banavets scores as I said 16 points as Alex Gibbons is going to sit down. John Carragher is going to join us too. A couple of uh, awesome seniors on the team here. So if you could grab that, sir. Perfect. How's it going? Going well. How about yourself? Yeah, I'm, I'm fantastic. Are you ready for Christmas? Oh, perfect. Yeah. You are? Oh, ready for Christmas? I'm always ready for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you said questions. So I was it? like, oh, yeah, of course. Is that your favorite holiday, Christmas? Either that or Thanksgiving. Because of school, though, we normally kind of combine them. Because then my mom can have the cooking, like the turkey, the Christmas. So it's kind of put two together. So I think it's my favorite. Yeah, this one, it felt like you guys had legs in the mud in the first half. Is that how it felt to you? Yeah, definitely. Our offense, our offense was a little stagnant. We've been working in practice and just getting the flow and the play after the play after we get our first set in. And so in the first half, our offense was really stagnant, slow, not really cutting. We weren't really playing as a team. And the coaches in the locker room just talked to us about that, got on us, and made sure we did our job and played as a team. Yep. And in the second half, I think we did a much better job of that, which helped us. We went on like a 10-0 run at some point, and especially our defense, too. We got a bunch of stops in a row, so that helped us really push it through the next level. I got to tell you, Wednesday, you guys played about as well as I've seen you play. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, we were trying to lead that into this next game, but the first half was stagnant. With these teams, we really just have to get it to our bigger players like Bano in the post and then work the out and then also get him going through some threes. And so I think it was very slimmer in that aspect where we got ahead when we are flowing the basketball and playing more as a team and just passing, cutting, getting open shots. And you were lights out good in the first half at Augsburg, hitting triples, right? And and Coach Kershaw told us after the game it was so refreshing to see you get your stroke back from three-point range. 
Yeah, it's been a tough start of the year, but now that we're getting more back into things, I've been able to get more confident in my shot and offense. At first, it was a little bit tough, but now I feel like I've been playing a lot better. It's also with this style of offense that we've kind of switched to more flow. There's more opportunities for everyone on team. I think Osberg, we had seven players in double digits. Yep. So that's a championship-level team. It's really hard to guard five or six guys. It's pretty easy to guard two when you can game plan for that. So it's definitely a good thing for our team, personally, I think, to see more people scoring. Yep, that's perfection in my book in terms of of offensive basketball. But you guys really deed it up again today. You hold them to 51 points. Yeah, that's that's been kind of our goal is this year to hold teams under 60 because we know we're going to score somewhere around there or over. That's typically the number we tend to look at when we're getting stops. So 30 per each half is a team that should win consistently in the Mayak. Yeah, absolutely. What are your plans after school here? Okay, I'm going to be working in uh, Minnesota as a reinsurance broker for Howden Tiger. Oh, I you already got the job, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our team has been doing really well. I think every single senior has a job lined up, so we've done really well as a team. Well, part of that is that diploma from Carlton, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. It definitely helps a lot. Just also the people around, the connections you get. We have Steve on our team and his assistant coach who used to come here, and he's just been helping us go through that entire process, interview, reaching out to people, and then helping us anyway, just not basketball-wise, but also life-wise, which is huge. And you want to stay in Minnesota? Yeah, I'm going to stay in Minnesota. You, you don't plan on venturing anywhere in the distant future, not too distant uh, we'll see. We'll see what life holds for me. I'm not really sure yet. Well, I don't Maybe head out back east with my family. Yeah, I shout don't... out my family if they're still watching. And also shout out Pat and Austin. Thank you for our support, guys. Wow, awesome. Thank you very much, Alex. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. John Carragher is going to pop in here. Mr. Carragher, he's from the land of Abe Lincoln, yeah. right? Yes. John yes. Carragher, yeah. your coach paid you a great compliment in the last game. I said, boy, John Carragher's played well the last couple of games. He said, everybody on this team knows he's a baller. He can play basketball. You've had some injury problems I wasn't aware of. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, I appreciate my coach just always, like, instilling confidence in me and reminding me of how good I can be and how good I am. And, you know, I've had a great, you know, three and a half years here. I'm really enjoying my last year here, and uh, I just love playing for Coach Kershaw, and he does a really good job of reminding me how good I am. And you did play well again here today, right? You may not get a ton of minutes, but you make the most of the minutes you do play. Yeah, no, I, I definitely try to, you know, just try to stay ready. It, it can definitely be hard, you know, just sitting on the bench. You kind of sometimes settle in and don't think you're going in, but you just got to be ready at all times, and that's what I'm doing, and I'm just trying to go out there and have a lot of fun and play hard. 13 minutes, 51 seconds. You score six points. You have two assists and three rebounds. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, it was a good I'd it was say a good that's game. a good stat line. Yeah, it was, it was a good team win all around. You know, it was, it's a lot of fun. Just playing out there, playing with these guys. Um, and, yeah, just trying to stay ready at all times and contribute where I can. I can tell you, when I was a kid, I could uh, tell you that I played a lot more minutes than that and had uh, not that kind of a stat line more than once. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely. So, obviously, basketball, your favorite sport? Yeah, I, definitely my favorite sport. You know, I've played basketball my whole life. It's a lot of fun, and I'm really fortunate that I get to keep playing it. You know, I'm fortunate to have good health fortunate to have good people around me and it's just a lot of fun so the injuries are over with you hope yeah hopefully you know i mean obviously there's always nagging stuff but hoping to just stay healthy for the rest of the season and uh keep enjoying myself out there what are your future plans after school i'm uh next year i've i'm working at uh bmo in the cities doing um i banking um which will be a lot of fun we've got a great 
great group of guys. I worked there over the summer and, you know, worked hard, a lot of hours, um, but really enjoyed it, got the return offer and, and took it. And so I'm really looking forward to the next bunch of years, just working a lot and uh, doing a lot of interesting stuff. You see yourself doing any like volunteer coaching of kids or anything? Potentially, yeah. Yeah, you know, I, I definitely want to give back as much as I can. You know, uh, so many people have helped me in so many different ways throughout my life, whether it be with basketball or, or just in other aspects. And, you know, I'm definitely looking to give back, whether that be through basketball coaching or, or some other some other way. Do you see yourself getting back to Illinois someday or do you like Minnesota? I, I love Minnesota. I think I definitely want to get back to Illinois at some point, you know, a lot of my family's there, my parents, my sister is probably going to move back. Um, but right now I'm just uh, looking to enjoy my time in Minnesota. I'll be here for at least the next two years after school and then just kind of take it from there. I have to ask you, how did you choose Carleton? Well, my sister actually went here, and that's that's when I first heard about Carleton. My sister's much older, um, and when I heard about Carleton, I kind of didn't really know anything about it. I was just like, oh, it's kind of a good school, whatever. But then, you know, it was just the great fit um, for me. You know, academically, I'm super challenged here. I've worked really hard to try and get what I consider to be good grades. And, and, and basketball-wise, you know, Coach Kershaw did a great job recruiting me. Um, I love playing for him, and, and I would recommend Carlton to just about anyone and everyone, especially if you're going to be on the basketball team. I think it's a really special and unique opportunity, and, and I love the guys. Speaking of special, John, how about last year when you win the regular season MIC crown, the postseason MIC crown, go to the NCAAs? What kind of an experience was that? It was incredible. You know, it was a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity uh obviously we were looking to hopefully get back there and you know make another run uh but we're all we're all just really grateful and and for everything we did last year you know we had a great team great group of guys um it was super fun super special and and we're looking to do the same thing again this year and hopefully even go further in the ncaa tournament and it's super hard to do to repeat definitely because you got a big old target on your back yeah but we're ready you know we're we're staying focused. We're trying to stay humble. You know, just take it one game at a time. Every game is a tough game. It doesn't matter who you're playing. These are these are college players who really know how to how to play basketball and play it well. And so we're just taking it one game at a time. You know, with our sights set on the future, but focusing on the present. All right. Thanks, John. We'll see you Wednesday. Yep. Thank you. Wednesday. That's when they have some other folks coming in. A non-conference game on Wednesday. John Carragher from from the land of Lincoln. Illinois. Well, Ryan, uh, you're going to look at the stat sheet and probably say we had too many turnovers. I think we uh, I think we had more turnovers in the first half than we're averaging in a game right now. And uh, I think we had 10 in the first half, and yep. I think we're just under that or close to that. Uh, for game, we've done a great job this year of taking care of the ball. That was not the case here tonight. And we just, you know, like uh, very happy that we got the win and we got the outcome. And I think the last the last you know probably 10 12 minutes the guys we did a good job and played with a little bit better better flow and whatnot offensively but boy the first half was really a struggle um and we just you know we couldn't carry over you know kind of how we had played against at, at augsburg with just kind of our tempo and our pace and that's probably the biggest thing right now is just finding that consistency with that and um you know part of that you got to give them credit like they they defended they pressured us a little bit in the first half and kind of took us out of a little bit how he wanted to play, but I thought it was it was more on us, you know, to be honest, and just not playing with that, you know, kind of the pace and the force that we that we uh, that we like to play with. Well, you know, it's not normal that customary that you're able to flip a switch in the game, but it seemed like the middle of that half, yeah. your team 
flip the switch. Yeah, and the guy, the guys coming off the bench did a great job. I mean, the group that we had out there hadn't played a ton together, you know, on the floor this year, but um, you know, but they they really did a nice job, and we got some stops. Uh, we were able to get out in transition a little bit. Where you know, Alex Gibbons got going. He had a good stretch there where he, he got he had uh, a couple baskets there in the post or at the basket. Uh, same thing with John Carragher came in and 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 uh, you know made a big a uh, couple buckets there for us too. So uh, Gabe Cummings played some good minutes for us. Uh, Matt Banovitz obviously had a really good second half there too. I think he had all 16 of his in the second half. So so all in all, um, you know we'll, we'll we'll certainly take it. Uh, but but certainly a lot to clean up and a lot to work on too. Yeah, for sure. Let's see. I was just going to look at the rebounds here because I didn't remember the final number. It's uh, well, you were a plus seven on the glass. That's pretty good. 11, 11 offensive rebounds. Yeah, gave up fourteen, which is really kind of unfortunate. They didn't shoot as well. So I think from a percentage standpoint, um, you know, uh, from a rebound percentage standpoint, it was it was pretty close. But um, uh, but still, 14's too many offensive rebounds for them. And and uh, but we but we got some Spencer Gatz, You know, just does what he does, and and came up with some huge loose balls, a couple big steals for us, and and uh, played some great defense as well. So yeah, all in all, just a, uh, you know a good team win. Um, but we got to play the two teams we have coming in the two non-conference games next week. You know, with Northwestern coming here, that'll be a very very difficult game. Uh, very very good team. They lost their first game of the year last night. Uh, and then Bethany Lutheran, who's as talented as, you know, offensive, they're, they're very, very talented. So those will be two, two very difficult tests for us next week. Well, I got to tell you, Ryan, I, this, my opinion anyway, Wednesday, you really deed it up with Augsburg. And today, you really deed it up here. So yeah, I would, did. I'm very happy with my defense. Yep, happy, happy with that, happy with the results. Um, you know, we had some breakdowns and, and um, you know, they had a couple shots, uh, opportunities that, you know, they might make, you know, at the rim or even some open shots that we gave up but but uh but yeah from an outcome standpoint to hold them to 51 you know was, was was certainly good after after the performance that we had on wednesday too and even even against st olaf we played we, we we defended well too we're defending at a better level this year just overall than we were a year ago which is which is honestly what we kind of expect with an older kind of a veteran team and so it's been nice to see that self see that uh, bear itself out a little bit now you mean at this time of the year or do you mean yeah, for, certainly at this time of the year, but overall too. You okay. Know, I, overall, last year at this time we were not. <laughs> we were definitely a work in progress defensively uh, from that standpoint too, and we're, we're we're much further ahead this year with with the group we have. Offensively, uh, you know, different team last year than, right. than what we what we because saw you were today. so good offensively very last much year, so. right? Yeah, very much so. Yeah. But but uh, you know, I thought I thought you know we got some quality shots. Even the first five minutes of the second half today, we got some quality shots that did not fall. Where those were good possessions for us that we just didn't didn't capitalize on, but there were some good things there. The first half, not as much, you know, not as much offensively, but but uh, a lot to work on from that standpoint. Well, Alex said, you know, you you guys got after them at halftime because the ball wasn't moving, and boy, the you could tell the message got through in the second half, right? Yeah, they're, 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 you know, it's a, it's a group. Uh, you know, guys said this to me when I first started at Carlton. You know, some of the be- the the best thing about coaching here is the type of kids that we have, the families that they come from, and that has absolutely born, you know, has, 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 has come to fruition uh, for me. But, uh, you know, we have kids that have high expectations for themselves. They want to do well. They didn't, the, you know, the first half didn't sit real well with them. And so I didn't have to say anything, to be totally honest, and they were ready to respond, and, and uh, that was certainly good to see. All right, thanks. We'll see you Wednesday. Thank you, Gordy. Take care. Looking forward to it. Ryan Kershaw, he's the head coach of the Carlton Knights, as again they pick up the win here today, 68-51 to over St. Scholastica. 
The Carlton Knights are now three and two in the MIC. They're five and three overall. Saint Scholastica still in search of their first win in the MIAC. They're zero and five, and they're one and seven overall on the season. Before we leave the airwaves, I'm going to check out that scoreboard again and see if it's here, the MIC scoreboard, and see if they've actually put scores on the scoreboard. Right? It's thinking. And uh, I don't have any problem with hockey, but I want to, here we go. Well, no score, St. Olaf Augsburg. Bethel beats St. Mary's 77-65. 77-65, Bethel over St. Mary's. Now they've, uh, well, they do have, uh, it's at toward the end of the game. It looks like St. Olaf's going to pick up a win over Augsburg. Well, it did flash the score, and now it's gone, so... 88-77 was the final score. St. Olaf defeating Augsburg today. That was up at Cy Melby All, 88-77. Of course, Carlton beat them on Wednesday night. Bethel, as I said, beat St. Mary's. Hamlin was at Concordia. No score there. And St. John's rolls up over 100 points again as they defeat McAllister 101-79. Man, I'll tell you, those Johnnies are an absolute machine. So we'll be back on Wednesday. Before that, we've got a girls' high school basketball game on Monday night on KDHL. The Goodyear Wildcats hosting Zombrota Mazeppa. That should be a really good game. It's a rivalry game, too. Tuesday, I believe I've got a Bethlehem Academy boys' basketball game. Terrible Bethlehem Academy. Leroy Ostrander comes a-calling at... uh, Van Orso Auditorium on the campus of Bethlehem Academy, and then Wednesday we'll be right back here for the next broadcast. The next game is on Wednesday, right here. And then Friday, the last game before the holiday break, the Knights travel to Mankato to play Bethany Lutheran. That'll be a wrap here from the West. Every part counts at Amesbury Truth, and the most important one is the part you'll play when you join their team. As the leading provider of window and door products in North America, Amesbury Truth has a part for you. Right now, they're hiring. And those positions come with competitive wages, benefits, and plenty of opportunities, too. So you never stop growing. Isn't it time you open the door to a career at Amesbury Truth? Get details and apply online at atcareers.com or amesburytruth.com careers. Carleton ranks number one among baccalaureate colleges in the number of alumni who have gone on to earn academic doctorates since 2007. Approximately 57% of all alums go on to graduate school within five years of graduation, and 21% of alumni go directly to graduate school in the fall after their graduation. It's another reason why Carleton develops lifelong learners. Well, if you don't come back on Wednesday for our next Carlton broadcast, have yourself a great holiday season, and we'll catch you on the other side. If you, I certainly hope you do tune in on Wednesday. Cordy Kosfeld here, the final score again on the campus of Carlton College in Northfield, Minnesota. The Knights pick up their third straight victory with a convincing win here today, 68-51. Go back to the studios for some classic.